Hello, welcome back to Everything But Nothing. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm your other, better, more wonderfulest host, Dory. And today we're going to be talking about children. Children! Yay! Hooray! Our children, parenting, all sorts of stuff that come along with children. But first, I wanted to talk about the adventures we had getting our children here, just briefly just to kind of explain why our children are our little angels and why they are a little extra special. Yeah, well, they're extra special because they actually are extra special. They're gorgeous children inside and out. And um, so at the beginning of time... 20 years ago. (laughs) We have three children. Yes, we had three children. But at first we were told we weren't going to be able to have any. Um, I don't... Um, ovulate correctly, whatever it is, who knows. Um, I have like these fun slides and all that yuck. So they said, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Um, We ended up taking Clomid. Well, I did, you didn't. And that didn't work. And then two years later, Barely, you know, we'd had two miscarriages at this point, back to back, and then two years later, we ended up pregnant with Noah. Now, I'm going to start also saying that the reason why we ended up pregnant with her is because we had decided we were going to adopt. We had started kind of looking into it and gathering different information um, to decide who we wanted to go with. Poof, I'm pregnant. <laughs> that pregnancy went smoothly. For Ish. the most part. Oh, I was puking for like three months. Accidental bulimic. <laughs> That's what I called her because anything she ate or drank would come right back up. Pretty much. And then, let's see, at about 28 weeks, I think it was. Yes, it was 28 weeks with her. And we decided that... I was feeling much better. I wasn't puking anymore. Let's have some fun. And then I ended up kind of bleeding a little after the fun. So we had to go to the hospital, which was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And they said strict bed rest Mm -hmm. for, I don't remember how many weeks, but it was strict bed rest for at least two weeks. I remember you puked in the mall parking lot with when you were pregnant with her. Well, yeah, that was before I went on bed rest, though. I know. I wasn't even showing yet. I was just chubby. But that was <laughs> one of the fun places you puked. Yeah, it was in the mall parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, puking and the bed rest, which was boring as hell, you were busy at work. So you weren't around to help, but luckily my mom and my sister were able to help me a lot. They made me breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and kept me company. Don't stick on this subject. And then... We had two other kids. Um, Four years later. Four years later, we got pregnant with our our middle kid, oldest son, and just as many complications, he actually was born... 10 weeks early, and was in the NICU for six Six weeks. weeks. Six weeks. 
before we could even bring him home from the hospital. That was really rough. And then our youngest son was, came shortly after. And then... Yeah, if anybody tells you you can't get pregnant while breastfeeding or on birth control or anything like that, they're lying through their teeth. I am proof of it, and our youngest son is proof of that. Mm-hmm. And he came a little early. It wasn't too bad. He wasn't but as he, bad as... But Dory was in the hospital on bed rest for a long time with Eight him. weeks. That was rough. Her parents were very helpful, though. And then he was a very, very, very difficult baby. <laughs> he had clubbed foot and really bad acid reflux, constant like projectile vomiting everywhere. Because and, of the club foot. And the stress of it causing worse acid reflux, therefore causing projectile vomit. Yes, which was not fun, but it was because of the stupid need to, like, constant. I mean, I get it, but they had to twist his leg every so often with the stupid mm-hmm. casts and all that happy horse shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it was not fun at all. So, now back to modern day. (laughs) Our kids, two of our kids. You make it sound like we had them in the 1860s. It was 20 years ago. It still wasn't the 1860s. Our two oldest kids went to a brick-and-mortar charter school. And after the first, well, at the first parent-teacher conference, pretty much, and everyone after that, all the teachers would always talk about how wonderful our children are and asking how do we do it, what magic powers do we have, and what's the special special recipe for such wonderful children. And here's our answer. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We did nothing special whatsoever. Not just, a damn thing. Just raise them to not be little shits, get, teach them good manners, and... Which was amazing, because I had to teach you manners. No. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Anyway. Teach them manners and instill fear in them, and they're good. Well, I wasn't trying to instill that much fear in them. It just happened. We. We did. Yes, we. It just happened, though. Yeah. Just happened. Yes. They were homeschooled up until Noah's eighth grade and Zach, our middle kids, in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And they didn't like that. No, because I made them do a lot of work. And it was a lot of work, actually, for them. But it was good because Mm -hmm. they needed the work. But that made them enjoy the brick-and-mortar school a whole lot more. And well, I think they wanted to be really good to make sure they stayed there and didn't have to come back home. Well, it was just simple for them because where they were before when they were at home with me, it was much more rigorous mm-hmm. for them. And they didn't want to have to do that work. So mm-hmm. when they went to the brick and mortar school, then it was like super easy and sailing. And they had little friends, well, big friends, because they were all taller than me, to talk to. Mm-hmm. And have fun with and you know become little social butterflies and by the way off subject if you hear heavy breathing in the background it's probably the dog not me (laughs) it's you or dory it's probably the dog we're trying to lure you in with the heavy breathing 
while we talk about children, how disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So the other thing, now that we've told you our secret to wonderful parenting, absolutely nothing, is, I guess, the... Don't give them electronics at an uh, early age. Yes, that's a big one. We did that with Noah, our daughter. Big yeah, mistake. Yeah, that was the worst thing ever. We gave her a computer at a very young age, and she discovered chatting and all sorts of other things on, like, the Tinkerbell game, stuff like that. Oh, it all yeah, went Tinkerbell quick, thing. It went quickly downhill after that. Oh, don't forget the, what was it, the little stuffed animals that... Um, she ended up calling webkins yeah the webkins that's it and she kept she didn't understand why she couldn't name one of them what was it um her platypus was named platypussy yes <laughs> but she, the website where you put in the name it, it rejected it's a, it it's a kid's website so it said no that's not allowed <laughs> and it upset her greatly because she really wanted to name it platypussy yes she really wanted it to be platypussy and it just, there was another one that was also really bad like that too. And I can't remember. I don't know. I think it was a penguin of some sort. I don't remember. But we weren't trying to make our child, you know, be dirty. It just, she, that was what she picked. That's another thing we never did much of. We didn't censor ourselves a lot. We didn't censor ourselves at all. We were ourselves around our kids. Yeah, we talked regardless. to them like they were actual humans not mm-hmm. little idiots yep and you know we didn't talk down to them like some people have a tendency to do and which isn't fun i mean it's annoying when they talk down to you as an adult i can't imagine how fun it would be to be talked down to as a child so i don't want to do it and we might get hate mail for this but we cursed in front of them damn straight <laughs> i mean and i had read they're fine well yeah of course they're fine but i had read you know when you curse in front of your children and talk normal to them. Uh, they pick up more words. They have a better vocabulary mm-hmm. and better understanding and grasping of the English language and, than if you censor yourself. And I feel like they just get a better grasp of what life is really like. Well, yeah. What it's like to go out in the real world, because you ain't going to go out in the real world and not hear a fuck at some point. Yeah, nobody stubs their toe and says, oh, great googly moogly. I mean, there might be some, but most people do not. No. So we gave them a good heads up of what's to come, and I think it worked. And they didn't start cursing until they were adults, or at least mm-hmm. not in front of us. I think they did behind their backs. but Yeah, they did behind their backs. Who doesn't? I'm sure I, mean, I did, too. There was an instance. They did it in front of our backs, too. Uh, there was one instance where the shoes were underneath a bed, and I said how they get there and then our middle son son our own well, our oldest son zach walked in and said how the hell did they get there and i said what did you say and meanwhile our youngest son and their cousin is looking at zach trying to say no don't repeat it don't repeat it don't repeat it and of course our son zach says how the hell did that get there Slowly, just in case, you know, mom's idiotness was, you know, just at momentary. So. Idiotness. Yes, idiotness was only momentary. So, you know, he had to repeat himself. Mm-hmm. And, oh, can't forget the fucking rabbits incident either. <laughs> that was great. 
So they were spending the summer at my mom's house, my parents' house. And this was back when we were living in Ohio. So my parents every summer would take Noah and Zach. And my mom hated the rabbits. Because she was a big gardener and the rabbits would mess up her plants. Yeah, they kept eating her plants and all that stuff. So she'd call them fucking rabbits. And this one time, there was rabbits in their yard, and Zach runs up to the window and he says, Grandma, Grandma, there's fucking rabbits outside. And, of course, my brothers weren't very helpful. They were laughing hysterically and left the room. And my mom tried to calmly say, they're not fucking rabbits. They're just rabbits. <laughs> and, of course, my son's like, no, no, no. They're fucking rabbits. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So we had incidences of that, of course. And honestly, what do you do to a child when they say things like that? That just makes it fun. That's... It's stories yeah. to tell. Makes it funny. Because it's not being mean, it's not being rude or cruel. It's just what they learned by accident. And being honest is great, too. Yep. And of course, you'll hear our, probably hear our cat meowing in the background. She's not being attacked or killed. She's just really, really fat. And and if you're a vet, ignore that. But she's really, really fat. And she just won't shut up half the time. Speaking of pets, have you ever gotten a pet for your kid because they said they wanted it <laughs> and said they would take care of it? Please, please, please. We'll take care of it, Mommy and Daddy. I think we had... At 1.4, because our kids said that they would help take care of it, and they really, really wanted them. And now we're stuck with them. Yeah, so now we've got three cats, two dogs, a bird, and a rabbit. Now, to be fair, one dog and the rabbit was mine. I wanted them. I loved them to pieces. The bird I wanted died (laughs) several years ago. (laughs) Yes, so we keep replacing them because <laughs> we keep killing them. And then... It's a parakeet. They're very finicky little creatures. And Cinnamon is mine, which is our all-black cat. We decided that we wanted an all-black kitty. So we got Cinnamon. And then Sunshine was supposed to be for our daughter, Noah. She's the fat one that you hear in the background, probably. And then our other cat, Ash, was supposed to not Henry. replace, but... To, well, replace (laughs) our um, previous cat, Sheldon, who was attached to the hip with Mike. Mm -hmm. That was back when I was a stay-at-home dad. So that was who he knew. Yeah, when I was working, he stole my cat. And then our neighbor had a litter of Shih Tzu, mostly Shih Tzu puppies. They're not 100% full breed, purebred, I mean. But he had a litter of Shih Tzu puppies, our, our Noah. Not Shih Tzu. They're Shih Tzus. <laughs> She's a prime example of the little Shih Tzu that they are. That's true. <laughs> so Noah and Zach were out there holding them and petting them and enjoying the little babiness. And they were like, can I have one? Can I have one? And then I got suckered into it, and I started to like it. So I said, Dory, can we have one? Dory, can we have one? And she said, oh, I hate little dogs. Because they're yappy. And we got one. And we paid way too much to our neighbor for her. But she's a cute little little shit, too. She's a cute little shit, you mean. 
She sleeps all day and barks all day, and that's about all she does. No, she terrorizes the cats because she's they're the only ones that are her size. And then she tries to thrust herself into Mm -hmm. our bigger dog's mouth at times to play with. So, of course, we've got a whole menagerie of animals because our kids said, can we please? That happens a lot, even without animals, like in other instances. That's how we ended up with a kid on electronics too early. Well, that and I was working from home. And you were busy a lot, too, with the radio station, and we needed something. it's easier to say, here, go ahead, than listen to, but I want it! Yes, we should have taped her to the wall with some duct tape. That would have been better. Um, or plopped her down with some Sesame Street. But, again, I was working from home. I needed quiet. And Mike needed quiet as well because he was doing a radio we learned our lesson. Eventually. Well, with Zach, we didn't let him really have anything for a while, except for video games. And then Josh, we kind of let him, but he was a pain-in-the-ass baby. Yeah, but Josh figured it out anyway. He kept unlocking my dad's locked mm-hmm. phone. So <laughs> we knew there was no point in trying to hide it from mm-hmm. him anyway. I mean, he was a baby. Two years old, unlo- figuring out my dad's ridiculously long... Um, <laughs> password yep but he wasn't too bad either he didn't get into all the chat crap he did what he was supposed to for the most part Mm -hmm. and now he helps us with most of our uh, technical questions yeah because he helps with this on occasion because even though we both have technical backgrounds we don't remember how to do this shit nope I used to do internet radio, and I've had a hard time with this podcast and posting it and all that stuff. And I did internet radio with Mike, and I also, hell, I even taught how to make websites and make different technical stuff. Yep. And we have no idea what we're doing now. Nope. And right now, just so everyone knows if quality seems off, we are doing everything from my phone, and strictly and only my phone. We plan to upgrade and probably even go to video and get on YouTube and mm-hmm. get a lot better soon. But at this time, it's all just on my phone, so yeah, and it's, it's an the Apple, poor man's. But that's a whole other discussion: Apple versus Android. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, back to our children. So we ended up. With three angels, like I said, like we said, our first one came four, six weeks early. Mm-hmm. Second one came ten weeks early, and our last one tried to come at twenty weeks, lasted until thirty-six weeks. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry, Noah was thirty-six weeks on the dot. Zach was ten weeks early. And then Josh was 34 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. After two months of bed rest in the hospital. And a lot of vomiting. And a lot of vomiting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can't forget the birth where you almost passed out and pissed off all the nurses. Because <laughs> you hadn't slept or eaten yet. Um, uh, at the time, I smoked. And it was 
early in the morning. Yeah, very early. We got there in the middle of the night because of... I always went in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't remember what happened, but we went in the middle of the night. All three of our kids were born early in the morning. And then early in the morning after I guess I had woken up or something, or I don't remember why I went out for a cigarette because Dory had said, I'm fine, nothing's going to happen, I'm going to sleep. So I went out for the cigarette, took me less than five minutes, I would guess. Came back up and all the doctors and nurses were in there and the baby was almost out already. And I guess the lack of oxygen from smoking plus my adrenaline going and the lack of sleep and the lack of food and I've got that vasovagal Mm -hmm. syndrome, all that combined, I almost went down. And the nurses got annoyed when I needed crackers and apple juice to (laughs) bring me back to life. Yeah, because they were too busy. Well, they were trying to help me because I was also having issues with breathing and getting him out who was also having troubles breathing. I think you vomited in the middle of labor that time, too. I don't think I did. I don't remember vomiting. Mm -hmm. I remember vomiting before labor, but not in the middle of labor. I just remember that the doctor was like Johnny Bench about to catch the boy. Mm-hmm. So, because they barely even were able to get their scrubs on and everything. But I didn't pass out. Them. No, you didn't, but you pissed off the nurses. I'm sure that happens all the time. They can get over it. Yeah, and then there's also Noah's birth, where it took me 45 minutes to get your ass up. I didn't wake up well in the past. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So it's I'm better five, about it now. Yes, yeah, much better. But it was 5.30 in the morning. My water broke, and I'm like, Mike, wake up. What? My water broke. Get another one. <laughs> <laughs> and he rolled over and went to sleep. And then... Remember, I'd fallen asleep on the mayor in the past, too. So yeah, so... It shouldn't be all that surprising <laughs> to anyone. I had to go down. I woke my parents up. They were all excited. And then... I went back up, and as I was getting ready, Mike finally wakes up and after I talked to the doctor and said my water broke. And then he's like, your water broke? Why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And, of course, I had already told him. Mm-hmm. I told him first, but he wasn't listening. And then we went to the house, hospital, and my mom drove us. She was in the room with us when we gave birth to Noah. I don't think she drove us. Yes, she did. I'm guessing we drove ourselves. No, she drove us. We were in the back. You were holding my hand. I don't remember this. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. Yep, my mom drove us, and then... We were chauffeured. How nice. Yes, it was. Because we had to do it all by ourselves, with her in tow, when I went to early labor with Zach. Mm Mm-hmm. But they came back and helped at the end. Yeah, because they took her while I was on bed rest. Mm Mm-hmm. And your parents, well, that was another story. Oh, speaking of, I don't know what I'm speaking of, but there was a point in Ohio where I was a stay-at-home father. And that's hard. It's really fucking hard. So kudos to all you stay-at-home moms or dads. It's, Thank you. I'm not saying it's not fun, but it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love my children. I love time with them, but that was just no fun. It was really hard. So, I have to kudos to all y'alls. Yes, I agree. Because when I was working, um, we had decided early on that we didn't want to be the type of parents where we were both too busy at work that we didn't get to see 
our children make their first walk or say their first words. And we didn't want to pay $500 a week for daycare. For somebody else to watch our kids grow up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of, we felt, what was the point in having kids then if we're going to just have somebody else do it? So we determined at that point one of us would stay home. At first, I stayed home with Noah. Then I graduated with my degree in IT, degrees in IT, and I started working. And again, because we couldn't afford, you know, daycare, even though your parents were pissed, Mm -hmm. um, you stayed home. I was working from home for a company that is now defunct called Avaya. And then that's what I was talking about where it was kind of difficult to not give Noah a computer to play on because I had a lot of calls and such. And then after a while, I lost that job, got another full-time job, and then it was hell when both Mike and I worked when Noah was still little. He was working at Cintas? Uh, yeah. Overnight? Uh, third shift, yeah. And I was working at a school, day shift. So we didn't get to see each other much. Nope, Except I slept a lot. Saturday, maybe. And even then, it was still kind of hard because we were living with your parents, mm. and they took up all your time as much as possible. <laughs> um, but we didn't live there long. No, thank God. It was only six months of misery. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was great to live with your parents, just as it was great to live with mine. Mm-hmm. But as a married couple That's... with children, you want your own place, too. Living with parents is never all that fun. No. It's not fun when you're growing up, and it's sure as fuck not fun when you're an adult doing it. But anyway, so then... So, we ended up moving out... And then when I was working still at Avaya, I got that job. I had to travel to Colorado and California. And in between those trips, that was when I finally got pregnant with Zach. Mm -hmm. And we figured it out because I puked and I was feeling sick. And I don't puke when when I have a cold. Mm -hmm. She coughed till she threw up. Yep. And then the way that the doctor told us, he kept tapping at the uh, clipboard. You know, saying this is what's wrong, and we're both clueless, and saying, well, "What? What are you trying to say?" <laughs> I, I couldn't see it. I didn't see it either. No, we I couldn't glasses. see the clipboard well enough. Yeah, but we needed glasses, and we wouldn't admit it. She was. He was showing you. Yeah, I but was, I couldn't see. I was a little before. guest sitting in the chair. You were not just a little guest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we were pregnant, um, and then we found out it was a boy. And I have to admit that it was hard at first because I wanted another girl. I loved having a girl. I have loved having Noah. And at the same time, I have to admit I wanted Noah to be a boy first. So it was all backwards. By the time we had Josh, it was like I didn't care. We had been through so much with getting the other two in, you know, in okay. Because Zach had to have a lot of shots from home after being in NICU for six weeks. Um, And then Noah, she wasn't terrible, but she had her issues too with the febrile seizure. That was scary. Which was terrifying. And 
So, you know. If you don't know what febrile seizure is, it's basically the child's temperature shoots up really high, really fast, all of a sudden. So in this case, we were living with her parents, um, sitting in our room on at my desk uh, on the computer, and she's standing next to me, talking to me. Everything looks completely normal. She was not previously sick as far as we knew. Everything seemed normal. She was acting normal. And then her eyes rolled in the back of her head, and she fell over, passed out. Yeah. And it... I screamed for Dory, and she said, is something wrong? And I said, yes. <laughs> and we ended up calling 911, and ambulance came and took her to the hospital. And she's okay, of course, but that yeah. was terrifying for sure. Yes, very terrifying. And, I mean, I think that's when we started going gray. Probably. She did that a lot. Yes, she did. She was a very, very easy baby. I think girls are much easier as babies and small children. Well, I know that my mom would agree with you because However, she has often said that if she had had my brothers first, my sister and I would not be here. <laughs> my mom said if she had me first, my brother probably would not have been here. Yeah, you were. Pain, you still are a pain in the ass. I know. But I think girls are easier as babies and harder as they get older, and boys are harder as babies and easier as they get older. Our boys now, as teenagers, are very easy. They just yes. go off, they do their thing, and... Leave us alone. And that's about it. And if they are around, it's not drama or anything like that. They're just on their phone or just talking with us. Mm -hmm. Girls, on the other hand, <laughs> know that we love you, but y'all got some drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of that she got from me. I believe that. Excuse you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of it she got from you, too, because you weren't exactly drama-free as a teenager. I was not a good teenager. No, you weren't. But luckily, my parents didn't know a lot of that stuff. Uh, well, yeah, but they will find out if they hear this. So if you're listening, Mom and Dad, make sure you ground him. Yeah. <laughs> Just try. <laughs> but we're not going to tell you what I did, so... Yes, we will eventually. No. Yes, we will talk about what we did as teenagers, because that is what we should do. Uh, okay. Because it would be funny. Mm -hmm. And some of the things we did were really stupid. Our kids haven't done anything like that. No. Our and kids don't go anywhere. No, they it's don't. It's wonderful. And it's not like we, you know, lock them up in the house and say, you can't do anything, you can't go anywhere. We allow them to, they just don't want to. We're in the age of technology. They're happy with cell phones and video games and talking to their friends on the video game while they play. Mm -hmm. In and fact, our all son is need. doing that right now. He's up in the spare bedroom playing with his friend, laughing hysterically rather yeah. loudly. It's not like the 80s and 90s where kids went outside and played till the streetlights came on. We didn't have a choice. There was nothing exactly. else to do. Yes. But they just play in their little rooms. Yep, and... They don't even, like, want to have friends over anymore. Nope. Our daughter did. She had friends over. But I don't understand. Why don't boys want friends over? Maybe they don't have friends. Oh. Maybe they're like us. I doubt it. They seem to have more friends than we did growing up. <laughs> Maybe and they're losers like us. <laughs> we weren't losers. Well, we are now. Maybe, well, We're yeah. No friends. Our children yeah. did tell me that it was amazing that I had friends. They didn't know I could have friends. We don't have many local friends. 
No, we have friends, though. We have friends that don't live nearby because moving around and all that. Yeah, I have a friend stuff. in Texas and I have a friend in Arizona. And you have a friend that's kind of local mm-hmm. over in Brinexville. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you who don't live in this area of Pennsylvania, it's not far. It's in Allentown. <laughs> We're in Bethlehem. Well, I was just giving them a better clue. It wasn't mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's a part of Allentown, but it's not quite part of Allentown. So. It is. But it's not quite. It is. But it's not quite. Completely. It is not quite. It's a suburb of Allentown. Right, so it's not quite Allentown. Anyway, as we were saying about our beautiful children. I posted a video on social media. Follow us. We're on TikTok, Twitter, and that other one, Instagram. Instagram. Google. What the hell are you talking about? The Google thing. No, social media. Oh, yeah, well. The podcast is on most of the places anyone can get the podcast, so can find us there, but I'm assuming if you're hearing this, you already found us. Yes. So we don't need to say that. But if you follow us on social media, this last week I posted a video of my son and my daughter with me on the couch. I'm looking at uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! No, not even. They're Pokemon cards. Uh, oh, yeah. Pokemon cards with <laughs> for, with my daughter. With Noah, and Zach is on the edge of the couch next to her. Now, before you get any further with that, we did warn him not to bounce on the couch near the edge. Actually, not to bounce on the couch at all because we didn't want him to fall and hurt himself. We were good parents, and we did warn him first. Go ahead. And then he fell, (laughs) and we all laughed. Hysterically. I laughed hysterically. But the funny part was he fell... Dory said, Mike, a little worriedly, because he fell head first. As you see in the video, his little feet just sticking up. And yeah. I just kind of look over nonchalant and then go back to what I was doing like it was nothing. Yeah, which that, is what made it extra funny. Well, that and the look on Noah's face. Because she was like terrified and she's like, oh. Because <laughs> you had just warned her, don't push him. Yeah. <laughs> so she was terrified that you pushed. That, she would, you would, that you would think that she pushed him. We do know the English language, folks. We just have troubles getting it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, she was afraid I was going to fuss at her, thinking that she pushed him off. But I knew he bounced off, as we had warned him not to. But it was hysterical, and we couldn't help but laugh. I couldn't help but laugh because of the way that you were just like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Kind <laughs> of thing. And Noah's face. It was great. He was not hurt. He was fine. Oh, yeah, he was perfectly fine. I don't even think he cried. No, he was actually fun. He was actually laughing, too. Mm-hmm. He's always been like that. He's the easiest child in the world. He lets everything just roll, roll off, off his back. Yeah. Nothing bothers him. Even when he was a kid, if he would get sick, it would last like half a day, and then he would be moving around so much, he would outrun the germs. Yes. And it would go away. Now when he gets sick, it's really, really bad, and then he's fine. But We were lucky with him because mm-hmm. of how early he was. You know, There was always so much things that we would read or hear about from nurses or doctors or just anywhere talking about 
how awful it is and you got to be very careful with a preemie and well super preemie he was a super preemie but he was he's pretty good i mean yeah. it may have stunted his growth good. a little he's I only like that. five ten. i think he's six foot no he's five, like five i'm six five if anyone hasn't seen me on one of my social media posts yeah, I'm not even like, sure you can tell on there. But. No, nobody can tell how tall you are looking at a social media post. That doesn't even have your no, picture on, on it. I'm on video. I'm on video. You but can't tell only, by it's video. It's only my head. So. Yeah. Yes, I'm 6'5". And he's Our got youngest, a big head. Shut up. Our youngest <laughs> son is 6 feet. Maybe 6'2 by now. Probably. And Zach is probably 6 feet. I would say 5'10". But I think our youngest is going to end up taller than me at some point. Yeah, but our daughter was not as lucky. She's not even 5'3", <laughs> which I am. I'm 5'3". So you can imagine the height difference between 6'5 and 5'3". And she's our oldest. I'm guessing we figured that out by now, but... Well, we figured it out the first time um, she came out. We but... meaning the listeners. <laughs> yeah, you got to specify that, dude. Because we should know from the get-go who's the oldest. <laughs> we gave birth to them. But yes, Noah, the oldest... Um, she's the shortest. She's shorter than I am. And then there's me in height, and then it's Zach in height, and then it's Josh, and then it's you. Yep. Mr. Stretch. My whole family of males, all the males in my family were fairly tall. Your cousin Michelle is tall, too. She's like 5'20". But my mother is not... (laughs) Ignore I mean, me. She's not short. She's, she's average five, height. Six, five, seven. She's not. No, she's above average height. She's not like six foot. No, but she's above average height. She's five, six, five, seven. So she's tall for a woman. Mm-hmm. And then all Aunt Lisa, though, she's short. But that's another story too. Yeah. Aunt Lisa's shorter than I am. So, if you don't already, go follow us. Find us on social media. At Mike underscore Dory is my TikTok, our TikTok. And if you have any um, thoughts, questions, feelings, or even, you know, experiences with your own children that, that you would like to share. Children. Children. Please contact us through our any of our social media. Drop us a DM or private message or even just a regular old comment and let us know, you know, your funny stories about dealing with your children and how... Like, we had to use, oh, what was it, Benadryl to get our youngest to actually sleep so that we could sleep. <laughs> we had to drug our son. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bad. But, yeah, yes. leave comments. Let us know. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, just search Everything But Nothing Podcast. should come up. And you can find us on Twitter uh, probably the same way. Search Everything But Nothing and it should come up. Uh, actually, it's at Mike Dory Podcast, and you'll find it that way on Twitter. Um, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Let us know your funny stories. And I check those all the time. I'll get back to you, or we can talk about it next week. Yeah, and then when we read some of your comments or questions and such, we'll talk about that next time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Do we know what we're talking about next week? What they can expect? More weirdness. All right. Topic to be discovered, but it's going to be weird. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your um, listens on last week's uh, 
yeah, thank episode you. and give us a five-star rating. Follow us on social media. Give and, us a hoot. And we will talk to you next week. Or is it a tweet?